And they're like, you know what? I don't have time. I'm not going to try anything. Mm-hmm. But guess what? There's like a bazillion tools out there. You only need to find one or two that work. So for you, it might be a belly breath pause. For someone else, it might be a body scan or a walk to take their trash cans in. But the key is you're conscious and you're aware. Hello, hello, Blissful Parents, Michelle Abraham here. I hope you guys are doing great today because I have a wonderful interview for you. Let me introduce you, my friend, Rachel O'Mara. Rachel, hey, how are you doing? Hello. Hi, Michelle. It's good to be here today with you. So great to be here with you too. And guys, we are talking about the power of pausing. Does that not sound good to you? It sounds good to me. I'd love to pause lots of times over the last few hours. It's been a busy day. So Rachel is going to take us back and see, tell us how it's so important to take pauses, the daily pause and pauses throughout the day with our kids. So we can just access those resources we need the most, right, Rachel? Right on. Yes. A hundred percent. And that's, I'm excited to share all these exciting details with you. Awesome. Well, let me tell you guys a little bit more about Rachel. She's a transformational leadership coach and executive coach, and she helps others fill their potential. She's also spent many years as an executive at Google, the Google, that's right. And uh, Rachel also writes for many, uh, many publications like the Huffington Post and leads workshops and speaks all around on the practice of pausing. So she's a certified transformational coach, and we are so excited to have her here with us today. Thank you, Rachel, for being here. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Michelle. And I was just thinking, I, I, uh, I know in my bio, I didn't even mention this, but I also have a book called pause, which is really relevant towards learning how to equip ourselves to harness the life-changing power of giving yourself a break. And so that that's been out for a couple of years. And I just posted another book actually called pause the journal. I should say I wrote it. Pause the journal is like a compliment and it's great for how to intentionally live your dreams too. So if you're thinking about wanting to pause more or just like, Hey, I wish I could slow down just a little bit so I could enjoy this quality time with my kids and my dog and my cat or whomever. This is a great place to start. And that's called pause the journal. Mm, I love that. How did you come across the, the, in the world of pausing? Like how did that become a big part of what you do? Yeah. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't actually intentional. The irony because a pause to me is an intentional shift in behavior, what happened was I burned out of my job at Google and, and I was there for 13 years, but about 10 years ago, I really just learned and discovered that no matter how hard I was trying, I wasn't feeling like I was doing well. And I was, in fact, I was getting feedback from my manager at the time who had, who had great intentions for me. I'm sure that I just wasn't meeting expectations. I wasn't having executive presence and I wasn't communicating effectively and I wasn't completing these, these jobs and responsibilities for this new team I was leading in client services. And so I would, I felt like I was like hitting my head against the wall sometimes at night being like, why is this not working? And I felt like a failure and I felt like a drained, exhausted, depleted person. Like many of us probably can feel in parenting. Right. Mm -hmm. And so one day my manager sat me down and just said, Rachel, I don't think this job is a fit for you. You might want to consider doing something else. And to me, like that was my wake up call, right? So like, Mm -hmm. it's so interesting because we all have wake up calls in different ways. 
and and maybe maybe yours isn't sitting down with a boss, but but maybe it's something similar where you're just like you have a heart to heart with yourself or a partner, and you're like, you know what, I can't keep going this way. And so what ended up happening is, is I took a three month unpaid break from Google. I got permission, uh, and I ended up doing that, which was a very fortunate event. Not only fourteen percent of companies offer any kind of paid leave, by the way, uh, let alone paid or unpaid. Yeah, both paid and unpaid. So I I took that time to actually not fill up my schedule. And I don't have kids. So I wasn't working, looking after anyone. It was just this incredible three months of time where I could really take a look at my life and know, okay, what's not working here? Because clearly something's off. I'm not, it's not for lack of trying or effort. And I think that's like a lot of us, right? We all want to succeed as parents. We all want to be, be doing well and, and, and just like be there for our kids and ourselves. And and I felt like that was my skill set I was learning at the time, like being there for myself and, and like learning what that looked like because I had no idea. I wasn't really present. And that's what I think really was my message. So I, I went back to Google. That was what I think is so exciting is pausing to me was like this, you know, I took myself out of the game, so to speak, for three months. But I also know if I had learned the skills that I now coach and write about, then I'm pretty sure I wouldn't have needed a long-term break. I, I don't think I would have needed a three-month pause. I probably could have course-corrected months in advance to keep going. And, and I think that that's what's so important is that these skills are all learnable. Mm-hmm. Pausing, intentional shifts in behavior, as I like to define it, Michelle, are, are learnable skills based in emotional intelligence. And we can learn them. Our kids can learn them. And to me, that's what pausing is. It's in service to our doing. And if we aren't really doing pausing, so to speak, if we're not practicing that power of pause, then sometimes it's really, really challenging to keep going because it's just not sustainable to be on 24-7, especially with a pandemic especially with remote learning, especially with, uh, you know, just Zoom 24-7 sometimes. A lot of us still are back in the offices and things like that, or or like with people, our schools and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is a very timely episode because I think there is, whether it's Zoom fatigue or parenting fatigue or whatever it is, overwhelm, there seems to be a lot of that going on this year from, you know, repercussions Mm -hmm. of the last few years of a lot going on. So how do we begin for our parents that are feeling like, oh my gosh, I do need one. That sounds wonderful. That three month break. How can we kind of integrate that into our lives? Yeah. Well, it's a great question. That opportunity, right? (laughs) There's no three month break. (laughs) And here's the key. So you don't need three months. This is the whole key, I think. And my, my, my mission, I feel like on this planet is to help spread the power of being in service to your doing. And trust me, like, this is hard. It's not easy for me. And probably like many of you, you're overachievers. Like you've done great things in your life. You've maybe climbed the corporate ladder or you've done something that's really admirable and successful in many people's eyes, including yours. And so it's like, well, why can't I just keep doing that stuff? <laughs> and, and you can by all means, but if we can allow ourselves to be, and all I mean by that is to, to let maybe notice how you feel every day, right? Like check in, know what's going on to be self-aware to me uh, that can just take a bit. Like, for example, there's many daily pauses. I like to be an advocate for daily pauses are things that you can do every day that are maybe a, like they, they take no time, they're free and they're, they're any activity that works for you. So a lot of times we kind of cut ourselves off and say, oh, I don't have time for that, right? Like mm-hmm. I'm going to look like a slacker. That's my favorite one. My Actually, my favorite one is 
uh, yeah, I don't have time for that. And like, I, I do it tomorrow. <laughs> like I'll just put it off. Right. So can you relate to that? I don't know. What's your favorite excuse? Uh, totally. uh, I don't have time to stop. <laughs> I don't have time to stop right now. And like, I guarantee, I don't know. I know if you're listening and that's you just like raise your hand in the air right now, because I know that that's most of us. That's just, I think how our society is wired and we're all about productivity. And I know that I am. And so it feels counterintuitive. It's like, why would I want to do this pause or stop? And that's just not going to work. And so the idea is it's about finding what works for you. So for one of us, for, for one person, it might be literally going outside in the afternoon and taking the trash cans back in like I did today. Right. And I was like, I'm so excited to take the trash cans back in. I don't know why I like to take trash cans in, but, or out. I, I just do. It's maybe like a little nature walk for me. And I'm also doing something helpful. So that is a pause in my opinion. It doesn't need to mean you sit down and meditate maybe it's journaling. And, and, and like, that's why I put pause the journal out. I have a copy right here. And the idea is to just allow your thoughts to be put on paper to process. How is it going right now? So the idea is to find the outlet that works for you. I have the, the belly breath pause is, is a very powerful one. If you want to try this one with yeah, me, let's do like it. this one is great. And we can teach our kids this, by the way, I have several coach friends who work with parents and, and um, you know, you can teach a, a child, like it's so fun to have them lie down on their belly. If they're, you know, over a couple of years old and you put a little stuffy animal on them and then you have them watch the belly and we could do that. We can put a hand on our belly. So like, if you want to put your hand on the belly right now, and if you're listening, you can do this with us, uncross your legs, uncross your arms and just allow yourself to connect with your body. So when you're actually putting a hand on your heart or your belly, you're, you're just slowing down. Like I already feel my nervous system relaxing a little bit. I don't know. Do you feel that? Like we have yeah, started. Sure. So there's like this connection piece. And then if you just, if you want to close your eyes, you can go for it. If not, just leave them open. Maybe with a gaze slightly open facing downwards and breathe in through your nose, holding that breath at the top. If you can, and just slowly exhale, like you're blowing through a straw, not trying to do anything other than just take a breath and then open your eyes, take your hand away. Does that feel different any at all? Sure it does. It's, Amazing how I think I'm even breath. talking slower. Yeah, mm-hmm. Just one breath kind of cleared out a lot of things. This right. And so the key was day. so it's like that was right. Really and so needed. exactly. And so how often do we do that? Right. Like it's never because we're on autopilot. And that's great. We need autopilot to do a lot of things. But if we really want to, if we really want to change how we are feeling and get out of overwhelm or feel like we need, we need better quality time, then we can do intentional things. And that's what, that's all pausing is, is intention. So it might mean a belly breath for one person, or maybe one with your kids, you know, do it together. One might be naming a feeling, you know, like you could say, what, how am I feeling right now? And when we do that, we have to drop it our bodies to actually know how we feel, right? We can't really like think our way through the feelings. And, and, uh, and so you might say like, I feel, I feel calm actually, or I feel anger or frustrated. Uh, I work with five primary emotions, fear, hurt, joy, sadness, and anger. Just naming one of those five can be a really powerful experience. And uh, that's from my trainers in the right foundation in Chicago, who, you know, that when I learned that, that was a game changer, you know, just, I didn't have any idea how I felt. So all these are, are ways and ways you can pause. They don't take time. And I, and that's how we all start is just start with the little things. 
and kids can learn the feelings. Like there's so many cool tools now. They don't need to take a lot of time. It doesn't need to be a sit down meditation. I think people just kind of throw the baby out with the bathwater, so to speak. And they're like, you know what? I don't have time. I'm not going to try anything, Mm -hmm. but guess what? There's like a bazillion tools out there. You only need to find one or two that work. So for you, it might be a belly breath pause for someone else. It might be a body scan or a walk to take their trash cans in. But the key is you're conscious and you're aware. So you're maybe noticing the colors of the trees or the flowers on the on the, on the, uh, on the pavement, like what color they are. So you're using your five senses, which gets us out of task mode. It really gets us into another part of our brain. And I work a lot with neuroscience, a lot of neuroscience is in the book pause as well. Uh, and, and the idea is that when we act, these other areas, it just takes the burden off of the stressors we feel. Usually when we're feeling stress, it's when we're in the task mode, meaning, you know, we're in our to-do list or we're Mm -hmm. doing the 10 things, the checklist, we need to get our kids ready for school. Maybe they have their own checklist, right? And so they, like, those are the fun things that we can kind of think about differently when we use the power of pause with those things. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Like that. I, yeah, it's incredible just how just the one breath even just changes your, your physiology, physiology a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it really it different. activates your rest and digest mode, which is our relaxation, calming, soothing, dig- like nervous system really. And, and then it's a signal to your body physiologically, like, oh, I don't have to shoot cortisol up into my brain as fast or strongly as I thought I did. And I get to ch- wind down a little bit. So there's many benefits. There's so many benefits to pausing. And again, it's about, you know, those little micro moments or things that can work for you so that you can throughout your day feel good and then get back in it and have more energy, feel more connected be more productive. Like that's all the name of the game is. But if we don't take time to care for ourselves, and this is huge for parents, right? Mm -hmm. Like how many times we put ourselves last because there's the family or a spouse or the dog or the kids, like all of these things. But the key is we have to take care of ourselves first and then we can take care of others because it doesn't work the other way around long-term. It really just doesn't. Right. And when our cup's not full, we cannot give from it. (laughs) That's so true. And we all kind of know that, but like the statistics right now in our world are so not that case, right? I mean, I just read, I mean, we all know that November 2021 had the highest rate of departure for the corporate world in America, like 42 million people left their job, 4.2 million people left their jobs voluntarily. And, and our healthcare costs are through the roof, $190 US billion annually are spent on healthcare costs attributed to burnout and overwhelm, things like heart disease, uh, type two diabetes, stress stress and anxiety medications. I mean, the list goes on and on. And I don't, I, I, it's, it's a bummer to talk about, but we have to, I think, because that's what is ahead of us. If we don't all take action to change how we are, because yeah. it can't keep going like this. I was, uh, I saw a TikTok video the other day um, about this. Um, Not on TikTok yet. Yeah, <laughs> this, uh, I don't, I just, I just look at the videos. I don't, I don't make them, but um, I was on this, this channel, this guy was saying, he's like, high achieving lawyer went to this amazing law school. Um, but his mental health was so much suffering and it wasn't his parents like driving him to do all these things growing up. It was just a byproduct of our environment of that kind of strive and overachieve and always doing kind of thing. And so he was really, it was actually a shout out to parents of like, 
you know, be very aware of your children's mental health right now because of the environment that we're creating. And so I can see how valuable this is to start implementing uh, and just even doing the pausing with our kids um, so early, starting this practice early on in their life so that I can handle things a lot better as they grow. Oh, so true. Yeah. And, and just think about what that means because you are the example, right? Each mm-hmm. of us as parents, and leaders in our lives and our families are, are the examples. They're looking to us for what and how to be. And we are in a different system now, like our world of internet and all of the 24 seven that's on. It's not what we, most of us as parents grew up with, because we're another generation. I'm personally Gen Gen X. So, you know, there was nothing like this. So, but I was a, you know, striver, overachiever, all of those things. So we really need to be aware. And that's this whole point of pause is, you know, being online, literally off of autopilot, kind of up on there, but just being present to what and how you are so that that being can really be present. And that's all our kids want. They just want to be with us. That's you practicing every time you're engaging, right? And just giving them some eye contact, smiling, playing. Those are the things that get us into that pause mode. And they're beautiful. Mm, yeah. And it's what your kids need above anything else is that connection, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, one of the, and we, and I think most of us probably know this, but one of the best ways to learn is through play. That's how kids learn and accelerate and the best ways. And that's how we do too, as adults. But if we don't use that engagement to, to literally interact, then we don't go there and it's not in, in, in our system of schooling is all different based on, you know, based on the 1950s and educational theory and all of that stuff. But we have to set the new paradigm. It's up to us as parents, as the leaders in our families and our lives to, to create more being, I think. And it all starts with us, each of us. Mm. More being and less doing sounds amazing to take that pause. And it was interesting. We had um, another expert on a few episodes ago um, and he was saying it was Kim John Payne. And he was saying um, like, if you're trying to escape somewhere or move somewhere different to have a, like a, like slower paced life. He's like, you're never, it's never going to happen because yeah, it's it not the happen. external environment. It's the internal environment. Nothing to do where you live or <laughs> anything like that. It's all internal based on how we grew up with our families. Like we all know, like it's, it's the family systems and, and the dynamic of the system of our Western culture too, by the way. And the key here, like, I really want to stress it. You said it really well, like, you know, more being, I say in service to your doing, because it's not about slowing down. In fact, you can, you can have a high velocity life, but if you pause, it's going to be even better. And so that's the key. It's like, what could I do to continue to sustain myself? So I am just rocking it as a parent, as a professional, as a mom, as a sister or wife or husband, like all of those things. And, Mm. and, uh, we all know that, right? Like when we have these moments where you're like, wow, that was awesome. Like I want to do more gardening or like whatever it is that allows us like that, those moments of joy and really feeding our hearts and soul, they allow us to, to be more aligned. That's the whole point of pausing, I think is to just kind of realign again and to be in a place that feels really good for us. So we feel good doing anything, whether it's the stuff that we don't even want to do, right? Like 
taxes or whatever. <laughs> like I'm right. doing my <laughs> on my mind too. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. That's awesome. Do for kid for parents or for our parents out there, we're thinking this sounds great. Like, is this something we should help our kids? You know, pause and take a belly breath, like a couple times a day, or like in the morning or yeah. at night, or how? Many, what's the cadence? Yeah. Like? So I would recommend once a day to start. Right. It, there's a whole concept I call the law of little things, and and this is such a great rule where things the big big change doesn't happen with big mm-hmm. steps. It happens with little things, little incremental baby steps. So what is one thing you could do starting maybe before bedtime tonight that would help you pause? And just do it. Like, what's that one thing? And it might be in service to something you're just wanting to do more of. Like, it might be, hey, I do want to journal. I'm going to start that. I'm going to, maybe I'll, maybe I'll go get Rachel, pause the journal, or I'll just take a notebook yes. and write in it for two minutes. Or maybe I'll try a belly breath pause and I'll, and then I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, my recommendation is to try it first yourself and then bring in the, bring in your kids mm-hmm. after you feel like you get, you have a good understanding of how it feels for you. Then yeah. that way we can kind of lead and know what we can expect. Right. Because then you can ask answer questions and all those things. Yeah. Yeah. But I would recommend once a day is great. And then you can work up to like three times a day. And then I'll give it a hot tip here from Daniel Goleman, who wrote Emotional Intelligence. Mm -hmm. Uh, He says, and and Richard Boisatis, who's also a a leader, a thought leader in in, um, all kinds of behavioral sciences, but and and leadership. The idea is if we do pause every 45 to 90 minutes Mm -hmm. in our workday or in our regular to do things, we're optimizing everything. We, we actually do our tasks better when we do that. And it doesn't need to be a long break. It could be five minutes. It could be two minutes or 15 minutes, but like just giving yourself some moments, but every 60 to 90 minutes doing that. And that might seem like a lot, right? Like, whoa, like I don't take a break for four hours if I'm on my afternoon shift or whatever that might be. But the idea is it doesn't need to be a lot of time. Like I said, like, what if you just took a minute for a dance break? had a party with your kids on, on the dance floor, right? Like that would be fun. Mm-hmm. And and so it's again about what works for you, but those, those are the pauses that are in service to your doing. And you can have as many as you want of those, but I would say start once a day and then work up from there. But yeah, don't bite off more than you can chew. Cause then we just don't do it. We get discouraged or we say, forget <laughs> we it. start no. stressing about it. <laughs> Who wants to do that? That's never going to work. So just try one thing before bedtime tonight. That would be my recommendation. Try it again tomorrow. Awesome. I love it. Makes it sound easy too, (laughs) which is what we like. It will be fun. Yes. And Rachel, I know you have something to share with our audience. Uh, Where can we find out more information about how to work with you or how to connect with you? Yeah. Yeah. So if you would like to learn more, I have a free guidebook for all of us. Uh, It's on my website. It's called the three keys to transform overwhelm into thriving. So you can go to my website, rachelomera.com slash guidebook, rachelomera.com slash guidebook, or you can just go to rachelomera.com and you'll click on the link on the first page and it's a downloadable PDF from there. So that has a lot more information on some of these ways to I, I think about burnout and not get into that. And then some daily pauses in there and, and, and some of those ones, like the feelings and emotions I was talking about. Mm, yeah, that sounds great. So you guys make sure we'll put that in the show notes too. Yeah. Make sure you go check out and Rachel, can you get your journal there too? Your yeah, podcast. everything's on my website okay. and I have a podcast as well. The podcast. I, oh, yes. <laughs> uh, you know, talk about pausing and you can go check out on my page uh, for the journal or the book pause. It's all there. I love it. The podcast. That's amazing. (laughs) I love it. All right. Well, Rachel, thank you so, so much for joining us today. Blissful parents. 
take a pause (laughs) and in return, your life will become more blissful again. So that's right. That's right. Yes. Right. Thanks so much, Rachel. It's been awesome. We'll hope to see you again. Seeing blissful parents go out there, have an amazing day. We'll see you again next week. Thank you for listening to the blissful parent podcast for complete transcriptions of this show, as well as helpful links to resources mentioned in this episode. Please visit our website at theblissfulparent.com. Thank you.